Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper podcast. Your host, Gregorio Leoni, will have smart discussion with experts, thought leaders, and friends on customer experience, transformation, innovation, and leadership. I hope you will enjoy the next episode. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight it's really, really a big pleasure. I have Ricky Harris together with me. Hi, Ricky. How are you? Hi, Greg. Nice, nice chatting to you. It's really a great pleasure. Thank you very much for accepting my invitation because I really enjoy this, this discussion and learning from other peoples. And I'm quite sure tonight I will learn a lot also from, uh, from you. But before we kick off our discussion, let's start uh, with an introduction. Ricky, could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, now I've been in the training industry, been involved since the 1990s, mid-1990, um, setting up <clears throat> further education training um, in management, secretarial, HR, um, computer skills, and it's basically for companies, um, we call it further education and further education training skills. You don't necessarily need a university entrance. So it gives um, students uh, an opportunity to study and to do um, skills that is suitable for them to walk into a, a job and to get a suitable um, position. There's also leadership programs. The government supports it because it's a um, SACWA, South African um, quality assurance uh, body that sets, they actually set the standards. So they assist a lot with the learnerships and while students study, they can also go and do practicals at companies. So yeah, I've always been very interested in the customer service uh, training because we offer that to, we used to offer it to the municipalities We offered it to um, a company called Improchem. So we educated uh, chemical engineers. And, um, you know, they, as, as being intellectuals and um, specialists within their field, they needed skills, sales skills, um, interpersonal skills, communication skills to go and sell their products. Um, that, that it was very specialized. So, yeah, I've actually gone into the customer service um, training uh, with customer Chartered Institute of Customer Management. And um, we offer many, many customer experience management programs, call center programs. And, um, yeah, that's my passion. I feel that people, companies should deliver excellent customer services, uh, especially in South Africa, we need to up our game. We need to educate the people. Absolutely. I really, I can understand that. And thank you very much. You are also introducing the topic we are going to discuss. It's about uh, the CX landscape in South Africa, but also really the ed related education. But before we deep dive in, in, into this topic, this really relevant topic, perhaps, Ricky, could you share, please, with us, what, which are your values? 
Um, like I say, I I feel um, customers, companies should simplify things. They should actually put their money, money where their mouths are. They should deliver on their promises. Um, they should show initiative. They should actually deliver on their um, service plans and make sure that the companies and the employees are um, properly educated to deliver great services, especially in South Africa. You know, um, I know you you were talking, you talked to so many people in the, all over the world. And, um, yeah, I get the impression from a lot of companies that they, they get a lot of support from the government. And uh, you were talking to, is it Farron from Dubai? And, yeah, that to me that was um, an eye-opener that, they get so much support from the government, and we need to to really follow uh, the example of a lot of overseas companies, international companies. And I think with what you're doing, it's giving us the platform to find out and learn from other countries, other companies, and for us to also implement those those quality services. Thank you very much. I think this is really, really key. Yeah. Thank you very much. You were, you were, you were mentioning also uh, that uh, that you were coming from South Africa, and um, the question that I would have is: How is the CX landscape in South Africa? Um, well, we, we, like I say, we have bodies. We have the SACWA, the South African uh, Quality Association authorities. Um, we've got a board, a body, the CXSA. I know you know about the CCXP. Um, these are all quality assurance companies out there. Um, they make sure that the quality is um, that the designations are and that what the people are offer is um, accredited, that it is, um, you know, good quality uh, services. It's services in measurement, journey mapping, um, customer relations management, customer experience management, call center, whatever it is. Um, we do have a board that... Um, you know, uh, 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 is is a qualifying board, and we have to comply to these rules and regulations and policies. It's the quality manual, uh, quality man management system. I actually call it. It's like almost like a recipe. Like if you want to bake a cake, you need to know what ingredients you're going to use, what method you're going to use to bake a cake, and a moist cake. And we all have our own secret ingredients. So I think it's very, very important for, for us to, yeah, to, to, to focus on quality and make sure that we do deliver on, um, on, on, on what we, we set out to deliver. Thank you very much. I think what you are saying, it's, it's really important. Quality, it's the basis, the foundation of every service that we are offering, offering to, to our customers. And basically what I would like to learn and also to share with, with the audience, because we are always speaking about what is happening in Europe, what is happening in, in the USA. 
And we know all these well-known examples that we are discussing and discussing. And I think what I would like to, to learn, it's a bit from you and from your country, and what can we learn from your country? Um, our country is, oh, it's so beautiful, Greg. I live in Belita at the moment, I'm very close to the sea. Um, we have so many beautiful countryside, I think, you know, activities, things to do. You would love a holiday in South Africa. Um, we have a, you know, there's a, a lot to offer. And as you were saying, you had a discussion, was it Dennis Wakabayish? I loved your, your interview with him. I really did. And um, a little bit about your background, being in the, hospita in the hospital industry, where you also um, continuously need information to improve on your, on your services. And, uh, yeah, basically that's what we feel. Um, we basically feel that we... We don't, and, and you were talking to, to Ferron at, you know, the, the, the Dubai situation. I'm coming back to that again. <clears throat> we, we, we're very resilient. We are a very resilient nation because we don't always get the support. And, um, you know, you're only as good as your leaders. They say there's no such thing as a bad uh, child. It's only bad parenting. So, yeah, we, um, and we, we also up against a lot of uh, adversities. We've got high taxes. Um, we have rates and taxes. We've got uh, fuel prices going up, um, inflation. So, yeah, we, we, we um, you know, uh, up against all these challenges. But like I say, we are very resilient and uh, we always want to score a goal. We always up for a good challenge, and um, and we keep in mind that experience experience is the key differ, uh, uh, key differentiator that adds value for companies. And um, yeah, I've recently because I'm remember I'm a, a baby boomer. I grew up without technology, and um, I currently. Bought a present for my daughter, my, my, my granddaughter in New Zealand online. And uh, yeah, it was uh, a, an amazing experience. And um, <clears throat> was it convenient? It was very convenient because we have a store in South Africa. We actually have um, a, a countrywide stores of this particular shop which is a clothing shop, um, cotton on. So at least it wasn't like Chinese, you know, and it was a, something familiar. And I was familiar with the quality, familiar with the price, pricing. So, yeah, I, I purchased, I don't have a credit card, but I used my debit card. And um, because I'm an I'm a old Susie, I don't know if you know Susie Orman, she's a financial guru, from, from the UK, and her motto was cut up the credit card, don't buy on credit. So, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised I could purchase with my debit card, and they notified me the parcel's on its way, and they've given me a waiver. They communicated via email, telephone. So, yeah, it was convenient, and 
value for money because I could pay in dollars. If I convert dollars to rand, um, I would have paid the same as what I would have paid had I gone into the store and bought um, the, the, the item. So did it exceed expectations? Yes, um, it did because, you know, I, I'm a first-time online shopper and it, it worked for me. It was, it was a nice experience. Um, did they retain me as a customer? I'll definitely go back. And I think the online, um, having the online as well as the store where you can go and you can almost use it as a showroom. I think that concept works beautifully. And I was very pleasantly surprised that I could use that. Thank you very much for this story. I think this is what um, really uh, the, the audience enjoy personal stories related to customer experience because at the end we are also uh, buyers, we are also customer, and therefore uh, it's important to, to share these, these topics. I really um, like how you are um, tackling this, this topic. And basically we are speaking about the Chartered Institute of Customer uh, Management. There you are defining three main values, uh, satisfaction, trust, and positivity. What is the role of this Chartered Institute of Customer Management? Well, um, we, we realized that with our customer experience management programs, that companies need to um, put in place a, not just a marketing plan, and not just a um, strategy plan, but before products leave the, 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 the organization, they need a service plan in place. That's very important and to make sure that the, the, the employees and everybody within the ecosystem, within the various departments, are educated and updated and know exactly what is, what is expected of them. And our call center, frontline retail people, they basically are, um, uh, I call it the, uh, uh, they, yeah, they play a very important role. They're like your public relations people because they get information directly from the consumer and feed it back again to the organization. So I think leaders need to be, um, they need to, to be vulnerable enough to give these people and, and empower these people, the frontline people, call center people, and uh, make sure that they are um, educated, that they have the right um, information, product knowledge, communication, person, uh, uh, interpersonal skills, communication skills, that they can interact with customers to a point where they can say, okay, you're good to go. And that's, that's, that's very important. Um, and I think with our with the customer experience management program, with an enhanced understanding um, of the program for employees, they can assist the uh, a company to increase uh, a, a customer retention, growth, profitability positively in the long run. So yeah, the, these are our aims to 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 um, deliver these services um, 
We also see ICM as the innovator of the, the Customer Service Awards um, and uh, cascading to National Service um, Awards, International Awards that we that's that's being held in uh, it's Malawi, Namibia, Zimbabwe, Botswana, and we also did the the virtual awards in South Africa. And yeah, there's just so many programs. And the aim the aim of the the, the awards is to keep the awareness and importance of um, the uh, customer service delivery, and also through the methodology that we used. The consumer decides who is the the the, the customer um, that delivers excellent customer services and are excellent customer service professionals within the industry. Um, then again, we also do the journey mapping. Um, I don't know if you heard of Rod, Rod Jones. He's our guru. He calls it. Uh, the journey mapping on steroids. And that's obviously, you know, that's a tool. It's a process. It's a, it's a working process. It's not one fit all, all companies. Um, that's also something that you need to customize to suit the, the individual organization to make sure that if all the different various departments are researched and, um, that there are no discrepancies, um, that the call centers are evaluated um, and audited to make sure that they they are doing the right thing, the frontline people, just to find out where are the, the discrepancies with, within the organization. Um, we've got, actually, we've got a program at the moment. We've got programs, if you go to the Customer Chartered Institute of um, Customer Management site. We've got programs ongoing, what we call the three months um, intense customer experience management certification and the call center experience management that, that's running for three months. There's so many programs that yeah, you, you, you just have to, you cannot go wrong. We all need to to learn, uh, especially with um, with this this industry um, growing. There's so many job opportunities. Um, whether you, like I said, whether you in a, a retailer, call center, frontline person, there are just so many opportunities, and we all need to sell ourselves, and we all need to communicate, and you know, get get our stories across. So yeah, check it out. We've got many, many programs available. This just depends on what the needs are out there. Um, but yeah, we can assist with many, many, many tools. Thank you very much. I, I really like and enjoy how passionate you are about what you are explaining. Thank you very much. Perhaps could you also share your thoughts um, about continuous education and in particular, um, how should uh, people, uh, service, uh, customer service experts, look for which courses they should uh, they should apply for, and which skills are the most required on the market? Um, like I say, with the with 
with uh, the, the customer experience management, with a good understanding, you will be able to make a difference within your organization. So our, I think our speciality is the customer experience management program um, and also the call center programs where, like I said, where we, we go in and we assess the centers. So we don't just train, we go into the organization and we customize the programs to suit the organization's needs. So that's, that's where, where we, we excel. Um, and then also we do master classes, which is a three-day program on maybe new generation CX. Um, what, is, what tools can you use to improve? Um, as well as the three-month or one-year to two-year uh, diploma programs. So it all depends, um, you know, the time frame, are people are prepared to, to take off time? Um, do they want to study maybe online and work part-time, study online? Those methodologies and opportunities are there. Um, so they get a couple of hours uh, a week facilitation time, and then they go back and they do assist, they do um, uh, 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 do worksheets, um, they get assessed and they get moderated at the end of the day and then certificated for, for the knowledge and for what they've learned. Thank you very much. I think we are already coming to, to, to the end of this game. However, I still have some questions for you. And I think one important question is that I would like to, to share with you is what do you foresee in the future of customer experience in the next 10 years? I think, I think the focus was, was so much on um, branding in the 90, 1990s when, when I started out. And then 2000, especially 2010 onwards, the focus shifted to customer centricity, which is the blueprint for companies visualizing their, their journeys. Um, yeah, so I think customers, oh, they're complex now. They want, they, they have high expectations and, um, such as proactive services, interpersonal relations. They want, uh, connected experiences across the channels and touch points. So they don't just, they, they, they know more. I think they know a lot more. So they want if you, say, for instance, you in the short-term car insurance, they don't want you to just tell them, oh, we can, you know, give you a good premium. They want you to educate them. They want you to say, you know, um, you can get a comprehensive uh, insurance. You can get towing um, if the car, if you, you're in an accident. You can uh, get services, towing services. You can get a rental car. So they want to know what is that value, you know. And um, I think you, know, you don't need to be, you don't need to compete with the whole world as long as you compete with, the, um, with your competitor within your industry. I mean, around, yeah, there's so many, being a um, tourist town, there's so many restaurants so you're like wow there's so many opportunity uh, choices and what is the key di differentiator 
that adds value or that will make you go back to a, a specific restaurant. I mean, they have the same beautiful view. They have the same menus, pricing. But what, what is going to be that really, that, that's really going to stand out for you? Is it going to be the way they welcome you? A clean restroom? Um, just the whole ambience, how people treat you. And, and it's for me, it's about if your service plan is about um, being friendly, then, then your focus should be on being friendly. It's, it's actually very simple. And making sure that your um, employees, everybody within the organization um, understands the culture and what it is that you want to deliver. So we compli often complicate it. I think for us in the future, we want, uh, we want fast, um, simple, quick deliveries. We want agents, uh, salespeople to educate us. And not just so, I, I sometimes I get so confused. You know, I, get, I get bombarded with um, life insurance, with all sorts of um, investment plans and you think, oh my goodness, which one is the best one? Because as I told you with, with South Africa, uh, you know, with the, with the situation, your, your disposable income is shrinking. You don't have the disposable income. You've got to think twice before you go out and spend your hard-earned money. So you need to know that whatever you do and whatever you spend your money on was a good choice. And we need to be educated. I mean, what do you, what do you, how do you foresee it? Because that's for me so important um, to be educated and informed very well about why I should come to you or buy from you or go back to, to your company. Think of just how we can be better every day in every way, just be a little bit better than before and competing with our competitors within our industries. Um, and yeah, not, not necessarily have to be a genius to the whole, to the rest of the world. I hope that helped. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your, your personal view on, on this question. This is a question I am always asking. And it's really interesting to compare what, what people, what thought leaders like you are saying on, on this topic. We are coming to an end of this discussion. And however, uh, the game is coming to an end, but I still have three questions for you. These are short questions with short answers. The first one is, is there a book that uh, you would suggest to the audience that perhaps helps you during your life or during your career? He, he, there's a book called Relentless. It's uh, Making Customer Service Your Core Principle by John Tall. Um, what, what, what stood out for me is he, he also talks a lot about your service plans and being aligned with um, your ecosystems and uh, supply chain and making sure that you also um, employ people with a good attitude. He says that you can teach people skills but you cannot teach people to have a good attitude. And he was talking about a, um, he says that um, races, elite races know how to, um, they know how to build the best dog sled 
uh, team. And um, yeah, not all dogs like to pull a sled and not all employees like to to work with, um, you know, in the service industry. And on not everybody is people, 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 persons. So it's very, very important for companies to select the right type of person um, with the right type of, of attitude. And, uh, yeah, his book is very it, – it speaks to me um, because it's, it's something that I do value is, is that um, – that you need to also deliver relentlessly good services. I mean, you in, 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 in the hospital industry, um, in the medical industry, I, I, know, I, I know that's a challenge. That can only be a challenge because a lot of your um, nursing staff must get tired. And at a certain time in the day, they may not feel as perky as they should feel, <laughs> but really you have to relentlessly be there and service people. And yeah, you just have to be there for the, for the people. And that's what he talks about is to, to just be relentless. Another word for relentless for me is persistent. Be persistently good at what you're doing. You know, you can't just, um, do it one day and then the next day you're like, oh, no, today I'm not, not in the mood for this. So persistently um, make sure that your team is delivering, delivering the best services out there. And then I've got another book. I don't know if you've heard of Outside In. I know we get confused about should it be Inside Out, Outside In. <laughs> Um, I like this book by Harley. I've actually got a book. I've got the copy here. It's, um, it's by uh, Harley Manning and Kerry Bodine. They give you a very good... Um, it's, uh, 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 they explain how customers sometimes perceive things. And it's important for you to make sure that the customer perceive you in a, in a good light. Um, and uh, it's all about perceptions at the end of the day. And then he talks about the power of putting customers at the center of your business. Um, they discuss the six disciplines of customer experience, um, have a good strategy, Customer understanding, design, measurement, governance, and the culture that we spoke about. So it's a very practical book. They give you a lot of practical examples, and they use companies all over the world. Um, so they explain maybe a, a strategy plan, and then they, they will give you an example of a company that's put it into practice and how it's benefited them. So it's a, it's a very practical little uh, manual. Um, and Thank you very much. I think this is the second book that you are mentioning. It's one of the most mentioned book outside in. It's, it's really a, a great book. Uh, sorry, the second last question I would like to, to ask is, um, what are your contact details? What's the best way to contact you? 
Um, we are on LinkedIn. Um, uh, we also on the Chartered Institute of Customer Management. We're actually posting a lot of the program that's um, available at the moment. People can register on an ongoing basis. The programs are there. Uh, um, also, www.cicm a global company, a, a global.com. <laughs> so it's C-I-C-M-A-Global.com. I just think of a global company. Yeah. And you can also reach me, Ricky, at the C-I-C-M-A-Global.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn as Ricky Harris. And obviously through you, Greg. Thank you very much for um, for these contact details. I will put them in the show notes. And the last question is Wiki Golden Nugget. It's something that we discussed or something new that you would leave to the audience. Um, yeah, no, just I think keep the, the imagination going. Um, come up with new ideas, designs. I think the, you know, there's so many... Uh, like uh, Elon Musk was talking about, um, he's got all these crazy ideas, but a lot of them's materialized. And yeah, I think I was, I was, where did I read about the Swedish that's got that um, time bank where you can, if you look after an elderly person, you put time in a bank. And when you, an older person one day, you have that time to get somebody to come and spend that time. Is that correct? I think it's such a brilliant uh, I idea. I was not aware of that, but I also saw this uh, this video. You know, Thank you very much you. for your time. Um, Ricky, it was a great pleasure. Oh, thank you, Greg. Thank you very much. And Thank you very much. And also to the audience, thank, thank you, you very much. It was a great Greg. pleasure. I wish you a thank nice evening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the word of mouth, subscribe it, share it. Until the next episode, please don't forget, we are not in a B2B or B2C business, we are in a human-to-human -human environment. Thank you.